Holding On to Yesterday by the famous, most incredible band, Ambrosia. And the Alan Parsons Project. Eye in the eye in the sky, looking at you, I can read your mind. I'm seeing a lot of clouds right now. The clouds are talking, the trees are talking, and it is August 9th, 222. It is the day after Lionsgate Portal. How are you all doing? My name is Tracy Downey. I'm an intuitive reader, spiritual healer, and guide, and this is Branches Tarot and Shadow Healing. It's funny, when I was doing my walk, because um, I woke up early this morning hearing Libra, because I'm a Libra. That's my sun sign. But Virgo is also my sun sign. So Virgo, Libra, I pay attention to. Uh, Libra, you know, you need to be more open, you know. Put your foot down about things. Common sense says Skittles. Uh, you cannot enable people. Not everyone can come with you and understand why. We don't understand that as children, do we? When parents break up, we don't understand that because their energies are wrong or mismatched. I don't want to say wrong. That's not the right word. There are certain words that we should use in the vocabulary that we don't. We tend to choose negative ones because of programming, and it's time that we stop that. When 333, body, mind, and soul. When you are at unrest and you are not peace with yourself. You cannot cohabitate with another energy in here. Every seven years, we change regardless. We either go reverse and go regress backwards or we ascend and go forwards. And so when I was hearing that song while I was on my walk this morning, when I was talking to, you know, doing the shadow healing with, um, you know, with the spirits, you know, because keep in mind, as long as the dark spirits are in shadow, okay, humanity gets stuck because they depend on those dark energies to attach to them. And when those dark energies attach to them, it gets manipulated and it keeps everyone stuck, it keeps them from being able to ascend. So when, she, when, when, the, when the demons and, you know, and when the, when the, uh, the spirits are saying, okay, I don't want to be in that dark anymore. I want to do the shadow work. I want to heal. I want to ascend. I want to go through. I want to have courage. I want to not be afraid of the unknown. This is a good thing, 444, because at the same time, you're trying to say to yourself in your own, in your own body, those demons inside of you, you're putting to rest. They have to be housed somewhere. And when you attach to them, they keep you stuck into these karmic cycles that we go through until we learn our lessons. So even though the portal is not mentioned in scripture, it needs to be mentioned through the new healing of the new Genesis because every cycle, you go through a 1-1, a 2-2, 3-3, 22, 22, you know? And every month we do a 20, 22, 22. 22nd day of the 22nd year. And then we'll do it with 23 next year. You have to do those repetitions because those are cycles, okay? And you have choices to close out things that no longer serve you in those portals. Or you take them in and you have to learn the lesson all over again. Five, 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 expect the unexpected. So here's the thing. 
I'm hearing this song, right? I keep holding on to yesterday because I'm missing you. I'm missing to hold you. I'm longing for holding you. I'm longing to be with you. And then I was thinking about when I was a kid, you know, how I liked Pop Rocks and Holly Hobby and all Sunday Suntan, Tuesday Taylor, and how I'd hear Philadelphia Freedom inside the Datsun 210, how my dad had this Pontiac Le Mans and could take the keys out and the car would still keep moving or my grandparents had the Oldsmobile and then they had Firebird and they had the Nova and then they had the Monarch, you know, and... Ah, oh, gee, those were such the good old days. But no, actually, they weren't. Not for everyone. <coughs> and I had to tell myself that because I was a child. My parents were going through war zone after war zone in the house. They'd fight. They'd say nasty names to each other. One with my mom had one time. She I caught her with a butcher knife in her hand in the kitchen, saying, "You came next to me, you sob," and so forth. Ah, arguing because he was cheating. He was cheating and cheating and cheating and cheating and cheating and cheating and cheating. And it was conditioning my mother to not love. It was conditioning my mother to not trust. It was conditioning my mother to pick up all the child wounds that she went through with her parents. And for my mom, she wouldn't know how to process the healing so when we were growing up, she didn't know how to give that love nurturing thing because she was still trying to nurture herself. And the siblings would go back and forth and be saying, oh, that's just her and that's just the way. And they'd be fighting and arguing and family does this, but you don't turn against family and da-da-da, my father would always say. But the truth of the matter is, your family is your first karmic lesson. The first thing we tell children when we give birth to them, I, I said this to Theodore when I gave birth to him, I said, I love you so much, baby, and I'm never going to let anybody hurt you. That's a lie. We say that because of what happened to us as children. We're going to let anybody hurt you. I'm not going to let anything happen to my baby. I'm not going to let anything happen to my children. I will lay down my life before I have my children. I'm going to do this and do this and do this and do this and do this. It's a lie. Because when you tell your child to go to school for the first time, <coughs> and if they're shy and if they don't have people skills and they don't know how to have self-esteem, they're going to attach to those little tiny energies at the low vibration. So when a kid is insecure and your child has light in them and they're like, confident you know and they can handle things all of a sudden you know someone's calling them names and then they're bullies in town and it's like he's gonna take my milk money he's gonna take my lunch money he's gonna beat me up after school because he hates the way i wear my clothes he's gonna beat me up for this way because the way i look you know in class well the truth of the matter is the bully's bullying you because the bully is insecure with who they are and they know that they promote fear they can feel power because when they're at home, their old man is the one that's promoting the fear and they cover, they, they, they run for cover. That's where bullying comes from. It's a form of insecurity. So when you see someone projecting their pain onto you, 
Say, I'm going to bust you up. I'm going to do this. It's almost like you need to hold up a mirror and say to them, you're yelling at yourself. You're just the punching bag. You're the target. But the moment that kid strikes you down, they have a karmic lesson that they have to learn. They don't get away with it. That's why it's important to understand that verbal brickbats are just as potent, like on social media, the way we word things, the way we speak to each other. I mean, if someone's constantly insulting another person all day long, whether it's in politics, it's in sports, whether you're playing a game and they're saying, you're stupid. That's the vibration. Name calling is a vibration. When you're ascending, you don't have to call people names because you understand that when you're calling them names, you're triggering your own self and your own wounding. You recognize it for what it is. So when these politicians get elected and they're saying, this, they're dumb, they don't know what they're talking about. If you, I will fight for you, I will get you what you want. They're lying to you. You're the one that has the power. 11-11, the voter. Politician's a figurehead. He doesn't fight for you. He fights for whatever keeps him elected. And most people know this and they get angry. Thank you, Skittles. And they get angry because they realize that these politicians are in bed with the special interest. It's really an unholy marriage in Washington. Some lobbying groups are good, but most of them are not so good. Some of the lobbyists are actually writing policy. And you can't blame one polit political party on it because the system is ingrained. That's why George Washington, one of our founding fathers, who was reincarnated and came from the 144,000, warned against political parties, 1212. Because he knew when you divide your house, House divided cannot stand. 1222. So you have marriage between heaven and you have earth. Or hell, if you want to call it that, right? So you have divine and you have humans. And we have the book of Enoch that we're going to start reading about. And you have angels that fell from heaven because they were wanting to be with humans. Because they liked the way the humans were living. They liked the opportunities that they got to have free will so they felt but when they did that at a low vibration they didn't some of them didn't heal some of them reverted to dark choices some of them reverted to staying at that low vibration We all have a choice on earth and the divine understands this and the rule of order. So now that judgment times are here, we're trying to teach the higher wisdom so that people can be informed with their choices up until the last day, 1333. So my mother, I was talking to her and she was talking about sinkholes and I was talking about this a couple of podcasts ago the sinkholes are here in Texas. The ground is sinking because of the Earth's core is getting hotter. We're not paying attention to that. We're too busy fighting over 
the politics of how things are worded. If you're for climate change, you're a liberal. No, you're not. If you're for climate change, you're understanding science and you're understanding that science and religion have gone hand in hand since the day of time. Truth puts people in the shadow. They don't like your light because you're speaking the truth that deep down they already know. When you are in your shadow, you're trying to accept the shadow parts of yourself and accept accountability for the things you did in a relationship or the things you did in your life or in the course of action of where you're going, 1444. You're under divine protection. So it's okay to accept these parts of yourself because we all have them, including me. No one's perfect. There's no such thing. And when you understand that that's why the father had sent the son, you understand why his sacrifice was so important. Because he did it for forgiveness for the sins of the father. For not knowing what they did in the past. So now that we have this higher understanding, dark energy only breeds insecurity, hate, fear-mongering, jealousy, and wanting things that don't belong to you. The thief steals because they want what they don't have. Low vibrational energy, and it's from wounding. You took this from me, so I'm gonna take that from you. Oh, you took my man, so then I'm going to take your man. Oh, you did this, well, I'm going to wreck your life. Oh, you did this, well, I'm going to ruin your job. Oh, I'm going to get you fired. Oh, I'm going to make sure you pay. Oh, you won this election, well, I'll make sure you don't win the next election. Oh, you, you, you vote for this, oh, well, I don't want nothing to do with you. That's low vibration. Anything that creates a wedge issue to keep you fighting, it's an illusion. You're the one with the power. You're the one with the voice, your voice, your choice. When you take that power away from the pundits, when you take that power away from politicians, when you take that power away from the, uh, the surveys, the ones who do the surveys and uh, do the polling, the pollsters, and they can't guess an outcome, the power is officially back with the people. Propaganda only conditions you into believing one type of truth. And 90% of it is always twisted. Propaganda is what caused continuous slavery. People were against it. Blacks and whites lived in harmony up in the north. So now all of a sudden we're afraid of heading people into the country because we can't house them, we can't afford them, we can't do this, it's like all this. Why can't they go back to their own place or something, right? Well, how do you think that makes the father feel when he's the alien? And he's been here for longer than we have and helped create all this beautiful place and wanted to live among the humans. How do you think that makes him feel when he lives inside of you? He sees everything, right? 
So it doesn't matter what religion he, you are. It doesn't matter what part of the country of the world you come from. If you don't recognize him as your brother and sister, you don't recognize the father in the next person, and you're at war with them, you're warring with God, and you're taking from God, and then therefore God is at war with himself. And now God needs shadow work because of the fact that we've conditioned, because God lives in us, in all living things. So if we're angry with each other, then the grass is not growing. When we're not producing abundance and good fruit, then neither are the trees, neither is the grass, neither are the flowers. It's, it's, it's all in the circle. And when we purge those energies and we say, no, I'm not going to go doing this anymore. I'm going to go into this portal and I'm, I'm going to do what's best for me and love myself because I'm no good to no one if I can't love myself first. If I can't heal my body and my heart first. If I'm insecure with the way I look or talk or speak or how much I weigh or what type of job I have and so forth, then, then I'm not happy with me. And therefore, any trigger, if I see someone who has expensive clothes on and I'm not wearing them, oh, I wish I had what she had. Oh, I like that car. I wish I had what she had. Get manifested. When you're an empress in divine energy, in this collective, you can manifest what you want. That's when the Lord says, I will give you the keys. I will give you, I will build this with you. When you co-create with spirit, spirit is creating the opportunity. Spirit is helping you manifest the dream you want. You want a new car, be specific what you want. Keep it as your goal. You want to make a certain amount of money every month. Keep that manifested. Believe it and tell yourself you're going to do it every day. And spirit will bring the people to you to help that. When you're in that energy and that mindset, your job, you love it. And your love for your job becomes not a job anymore. Because it's a part of you. It's not a detriment. It's not a hindrance. It's not an, an, um, a burden. Because you're doing what you love. That's why spirit wants more and more people to go into business for themselves and be independent from that. Because corporations have taken your voice away. Corporations tell you when you should go to the bathroom. Corporations tell you how you should vote. Corporations condition you on how what time you get to work on time. Corporations tell you to follow their policies and philosophies. Well, what if they don't agree with yours? In the beginning, to be your own job person, your own owner, a business owner, meant you had the independence and freedom to do what you want. But there are so many companies now that want to push on their beliefs and their, their choices and so forth, when they, there should never be that. You should not be able to say, I'm sorry, I'm not going to hire you because of your lifestyle. I'm sorry, I'm not going to hire you because of your sexual orientation. I'm sorry, I'm not going to hire you because we don't believe in gay marriage. I'm sorry, I'm not going to hire you because you had an abortion years ago. I'm sorry, I'm not going to hire you because you don't form to our religion. I'm sorry, I'm not going to hire you. No shoes, no shirt, no service. It's like that. But business owners have the right to reserve judgment on those when they're personal you know, small business owners. 
but you don't have the right to deny another person's rights while you're serving the public. Because if it wasn't for the public giving you income, providing you a service, it goes in a balance, in a hand-in-hand -hand thing. So if you're putting out negative karma with your business, you're gonna get negative karma back, 22-22. If you're putting out love, light, and healing to every person that comes into your business, you're gonna get the love, light, healing, and the revenue, and the increases again back to you. It's money, money is energy. When you do cryptocurrency, and I've said this repeatedly, if you have a crypto dime, right? If you have a crypto coin, but if you're operating your business in the reverse, your coin will go down in value. It will die because it doesn't have eternal life. Spirit doesn't live in your coin. Give to Caesar, but also give to God. Always know it's one and the same. So when you're giving money away, arigato your money. Always origato your money. Bless the money. Thank you for it. And then it returns back to you. There's, in Japanese, they have for a frog, it means kairu, it means luck comes back to you. And I was doing nails in Las Vegas. They, um, I had this one client, he was a Japanese businessman, and he loved to gamble. They loved to gamble. But he had a jade tie pin that was um, a frog. It was a frog. Just a little small, tiny, little, teeny little frog. He gave that to me and said, Kairo, luck come back to you. Come back to me. That's why he did it. Because he knew that by giving it away, it will return back to him. So when you're retrieving or when you're receiving energy, you only want to receive the positivity to you. Not the negative. So when people are in their shadow, you don't say good riddance. Ha 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 ha. You don't dance on their grave. You don't gloat. You don't call them names. You don't say, I'm going to watch you crawl like a belly. Ha ha, you lost, loser, loser. You don't do that. Because now the luck then returns back to you in a bad way. You send love, light, and healing to anyone that's in their shadow. Because your compassion and kindness is what you show to them that they've never had before. And then release it. You cannot enable people that are in their shadow. But you can send them love, light, and prayers. 444, divine protection. You're in the covenant for that. That's what you can do. You don't inherit their karma. You don't enable their karma. Because they must be taught the lesson. And even if that means leaving you leaving their life, then that is what must be done. When I sold my house in Las Vegas, there was a big fight with my brother over it, over the money, over this. You're cheating, mom. You're doing this. You just want to get rid of her. You want to put her in a home. You want to do this. And he called me every name in the book. And I stood my ground because I had to break the karmic cycles. One year later, he calls me back and says, you were right. I owe you a deep apology. I am so sorry. I was like, what? That's how the divine works. Five, five, five. Expect the unexpected. 
That's how the divine works. Was it? How's it go? Little Bo Peep has lost her sheep and has no way to find them. Leave them alone and they'll come home wagging their tails behind them. But the whole thing is, is that when you're wagging your tail, it's because they love you. They love the most high. They know with God in their heart, they're not going to be lost. When Jesus was sent to the lost souls, he was trying to help them. by showing them a better way not to fear. Because anybody who promotes you to fear, to live in fear, to be afraid, to be angry, to be jealous, to be mad all the time, you're pitching for the wrong team. You're pitching from reverse. You should not have to wake up angry every day. You should not be waking up feeling lack. You should not be feeling depressed every day. There are more people depressed with mental illness because they have lost the direction of ascension and what it means because people in charge of religion, all religions have manipulated the divine's teachings because they see it from a low vibration. And you cannot go ahead and educate or lead a flock when you are operating in a sick form of the lower of the lower vibration. Because then you're just conditioning them all to stay lower vibration. I love Joyce Meyer. I've always said that about her because when I would go through my shadow healing in 2017, I and 18. Joyce did something miraculous that most people cannot imagine. She was sexually abused by her father and her mother allowed it to happen. And her and Dave would go back and forth because of the vibration they would be in because of all that wounding until they learned to grow together and to leave it all behind. And people ask her, when she's on tour, they say, Joyce, how, how could you forgive your mom? Because she believed in Christ and because she's Christian and all that. But that's not the only reason why she did it. She's teaching others by her example that you can heal from heartbreak. And I said this when I was on my walk. If I hold on to when I was sexually molested, assaulted in New York in 2002, March, by traffickers, sex traffickers, and I hold on to that fear, because seriously, when I got back to Las Vegas, I, I, I crawled underneath my bed. I was afraid to answer my door. I was afraid to get out of my bathrobe. I was afraid to put makeup on because I didn't want to be pretty. I didn't want it. That was the last time I was a size six. That was the last time. Because I didn't want to look beautiful. I didn't want to look attractive. I didn't want people to see my light because I didn't want predators to come around to me. 
the divine saved my life that night because they tried kidnapping me three times. And the New York police didn't want to do anything about it because they said it'd be my word against theirs. And what I didn't realize was that the NYPD had a lot to do with it. So here's the thing. If you do not allow the divine to do what it needs to do, karma cannot be delivered. You block your blessings, you block your healing, and you block the flow of karma. Because your choice blocks other people's lessons. This is what Lucky, my character, didn't realize when she chose to take matters into her own hands in the first book. Do read the book, Divine Intervention, Volume 1 of the Lucky Chronicles, Volume 2, Divine Providence, Volume 2 of the Lucky Chronicles, and this, I'm going to be putting it out very soon, Divine Justice, Volume 3 of the Lucky Chronicles. And I'm really proud of this book because 111, New Beginnings, and Number 2 because I had the divine with me to write it because of personal experiences that I endured. Now, but when in the beginning, Lucky makes a choice. She is clairvoyant. She can see the future. And she sees that her beloved Anna O'Shea may die. So she ends her engagement with him, gives back the ring, and runs away to Boston, thinking this is going to preserve his life if she's gone from it because she believes she's the cause of what happens to him not realizing that her choice affected many. And that through book one, book two, book three, book four, and book five, when I complete the series, is the karma played out from that one choice and the choices after that. I didn't understand that when I was writing it from the very beginning at that time. I just kept it point two two two. I just kept believing that there has to be a decision because everything happens for a reason, and that's what I put in the book. Now I hear people say everything happens for a reason everywhere I go. And that's good because coincidence is a lie. We tell ourselves everything's a coincidence, so we don't want to believe in what we can't see. And in this case, When we operate from the shadow, and then we enable the shadow, which is what Lucky does, she keeps everyone in their shadow. She keeps Tanner in his shadow for six years. He makes his choices, and he's accountable for those choices. But she's also accountable for hers, and it affects her because it's part of her karma. We do that in relationships, and we don't realize we're doing it. So when you see Joyce Meyer and her husband Dave and how they've built this covenant in their marriage and how they've made Christ the guest in their home, 333, he's always the guest. He lives in you. There's your polyamory. That is the only polyamory you should be involved in. And the thing is, is when you do that, you understand that When someone betrays you, the only way karma is served 
is by releasing yourself from that energy and learning the lesson and trusting that God will take care of it. Because here's the thing. Even the divine receives karma. It doesn't forget anyone. So now you have divine spirits, because it said in Revelation, not all spirits are kind, doing shadow work. And they do the shadow work because they want to ascend. It's not easy to accept the shadow parts of ourselves if we're greedy, if we're consuming too much food, if we're watching too much TV, if we're playing too many video games, if we're smoking, if we're doing drugs, or if we're partying, or we're being promiscuous, or if we're fornicating and cheating on someone. You don't throw the, the, the stones in the glass houses that you live in. Even when you're in your light going through this, always hold yourself accountable for your actions while teaching and educating others. That's what we don't do anymore. We blame it on the neighbor. We blame it on the grass. We blame it on the sky. Oh, man, it's going to rain today. I have this perfect outfit out. Now it's going to do this, this, this. Look at my car. It's all ruined. I just washed it. Ugh. Look at my shoes. They're soaked to the bone. I just bought them. Oh, look at this rug. It's destroyed. I just got this. You love the things. You don't realize that you are creating your own karma. Here's how the result is when you're doing good positive karma, when you're getting the dharma. Wow, I'm getting this extra money? Where'd this come from? I never get stuff like this. Thank you, spirit. Wow, you're gonna help me put my groceries up? Thank you, spirit. That's awesome, thank you so much. Thank you for your kindness. Oh, we found this extra thing on the shelf. It was made just for you. Wow, this was waiting for me. I didn't even have to hunt for it. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I actually got a parking space in the busiest parking lot in the city. Thank you, Spirit. That is so kind of you. Wow, I don't have to take care of this because it's been taken care of for me? All done. Thank you, Spirit. That is so kind of you. Oh, no worry. We have a grace period. You're just doing just fine. That's positive karma. And you're watched when people give you that sweet karma or dharma, as I should call it, and how you treat others. If you feel obligated that you have to do this, 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 then you're not operating from your higher self. You're doing it out of lack because you feel like other people are taking from you. They're not. Because we trust where the grain falls. When the Lord says he provides, he provides. He doesn't want you in poverty. He doesn't want you poor in spirit or in mind or in conscience. And this is what we fail to learn. And now it's time to do so. I always watch my dog when she sleeps. Because she can be a little spitball of fire, you know. But when she rests and she's got her eyes closed and she's got her head sticking out, she's dreaming, you know, of faraway places and she's trying to catch something or she's trying to run away from something or she's trying to get to where she needs to go. I always pray that she's sleeping with beautiful dreams because she's ascending. Because animals 
receive trauma too, just like humans do. Nature receives trauma from humans. People don't realize that, but it's true. So we have to heal from the inside out, right? And we have to heal the circle of life, the wheel of fortune. It's not about just fame, money, all that. It's about remembering that we who is just as tiny or as little does not make a difference. They might be more higher in elevation than you are. That's why it's important to see the divine in all living things. Because when we do, in a positive light, your positivity reflects back. So let's say you've broken up with somebody because they couldn't get along with you. Or because they betrayed you. Or because they cheated on you. Or because they lied to you. If you're at the same level as they are, you're going to see them in a dark light. And then you're just going to stay stuck in that same energy and keep attracting the same type of people because you see yourself as the victim. You don't see yourself as the one who has survived a lesson and now know what not to do in the next relationship. And the number one rule is never to take the baggage into the new life. The fool's journey teaches us to pack light. And it's about your karmic baggage. It's about your emotional baggage. Anything that's made with devil money, anything that's with devil energy cannot go into your new life. Or you'll keep repeating the cycles. You don't go into places to argue with people or pick fights because that is wounding. You don't go into third-party situations because you want to win the man because then it means you're definitely in the reverse. Someone's going to be taught a lesson and if you've already learned it, you, you need to back away from that. We get these little tests to see how much we've ascended because what we don't realize is when God lives inside of us, he's watching. And what way do you want the most high to operate? Do you want him in the reverse or you want him in the, in, in the right? So that's the lesson. Okay, those are the messages I was getting. Someone's name is Sarah. Sarah, smile. Smile, yeah. The Lord wants you to smile. Be happy. Be happy. Be happy, be happy. Oh, I was getting this one too. Yep. Yep, this one too.
That's from player Ron Moss and Peter. Um, oh gosh, I used to. They used, they used to follow me on Facebook. Peter, Peter, Peter. Oh, I can't remember his last name. Please forgive me, but I always liked his voice because I like his. I like his falsetto when he goes. Now that I put it all together, give me the chance to make you see. Have you used up all the love in your heart? Nothing left for me. Is there nothing left for me? You know, isn't that good? Baby, come back. Okay, so back to this. Fool's energy. Aries, you might be dealing with an Aries. Okay? The emperor is feeling wounded. Okay? Now, this song is from the 70s. This is from like 77. The lyrics don't change, do they? 333. It's always the same thing. When the right one comes along and then they lose them, that's the lesson. You were meant to come in that person's life to teach them a lesson and they were meant to come in your life to teach you a lesson. He didn't see what he had in front of him. Trying to forget that you were just a waste of time. That's what he told himself. She was just one night. She was just this. She was just a waste of time. She was just a body. I, you know, blow my money going out on the town. Player energy. Doing everything to get you off my mind. Sleeping with whatever, basically. Drinking, doing all that. Someone's drinking. But here's the thing. When you're drinking, it's not going to do your healing for you. It's a crutch. It's a Band-Aid. Going out, blowing your money on the town. Band-Aid. Doing everything just to get you off my mind. Band-Aid. Because the divine is the one that's doing that work. Because their evolution is to the divine plan. And if you're meant to be with that person, 4444, you will be. But what good is that going to be if the person doesn't learn their lesson? So now he learns it at the end. He goes, now that I put it all together, give me the chance to make you see. Have you used up all the love in your heart? Nothing left for me. Is there nothing left for me? If you are a divine feminine and you are in your upright energy, you always keep your heart open. When we start telling people and telling ourselves now, instead of saying things were done to us, that they were done for us to teach us, we can heal even when it is downright evil what happens to us. No child deserves to be sexually molested. No child, does, no woman deserves to be sexually assaulted. No man deserves to be sexually assaulted. No little boy needs to deserves to be sexually molested. Okay? But let that dark energy be purged from your heart. Otherwise, the cycle continues. You were a target. But you were not the main reason of why it happened. You were, it happened to you 
I, like, I, I, I have to say it, it, it because of the karmic lessons we learned from the past. Because when I went to this journey, I was like, well, why in the world would the divine want me to go through all of this pain and suffering? Why did I have to endure this, this, and this? And then you go through your past life and you understand why. Because it's the curses of the father and the generational curses. I mean, I found out just a few weeks ago that my 10th, 11th great-grandfather was a slave trader. That's karma. My ancestry inflicted pain on somebody else. It's karma. So, as a child, we don't understand that. But it's in scripture that it's already put in and written. But woe to anyone that hurts a baby, hurts a child. When dark entities attach to us, they make us do these horrible things. We become the Lamb of God. Because the Lamb of God lives inside of us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Yes, have mercy on us so that we're spared. Not everyone is. But like Joyce Meyer, and like myself, it is easy to forgive because the dark is not, it's, it's not an option. If I stay in darkness, I can't manifest the dream life that I want. If I stay in darkness, then my mother, my brother, my father, my children, my grandchildren, they all suffer the same karmic lesson that I was taught, that I didn't learn. Am I a survivor or am I a victim? If I stay in victim mentality, I get abused every day and I'm the one that keeps up the stick and I keep abusing myself. Or I can rise up and say with the energy from nature, energy from the divine, energy from others telling me that I can heal, that I am special, that I am beautiful, that I am kind. I don't have to repeat this lesson. It happened to me so that I could help children heal so they can survive like I did. Nobody wants that type of abuse or that pain, but that type of pain also brings wisdom when we are understanding the things of why things happen when we don't understand why. It's karma. And when justice is in reverse and things are not because you did anything to deserve it, you taught them a lesson. No one gets away with anything. No one. But when you hold on to that hate and that bitterness, you take that into every relationship you have afterward. My marriage was never the same after that. Never. Because I didn't know how to trust. And then I decided after eight years, I'd wait before I got into another relationship. 
but I was still in the same energy. I attracted the same people because I didn't have self-worth for myself. That deep shadow healing is important. That means you have to purge. You can't see yourself as a victim. You have to see yourself as the survivor. You have to see yourself as the teacher. You have to see yourself as learning the lessons and so forth that I was a, I was a helpless child. It was not my fault. And that karma and that the Lord will see in the end that things will be made right. I didn't say that. I wanted revenge. I wanted someone to pay. I didn't want to let it go. And then I had no choice but to let it go because nobody was helping me with it. Then I found out that the people that were responsible were connected to Jeffrey Epstein. That came later. Because in 2002, Jeffrey Epstein was starting his operations. You learn that if I can survive it, I was spared a life of not being a trafficking victim. I'm a survivor of sexual assault. I'm a survivor sexual molestation. We're all survivors. Everyone in this collective, two, two, two. So if you get into a trauma bonding relationship after you've been wounded, let's, well, let's say this is what I did. So you go and you start dating someone and then they say, they start unleashing, unloading un, um, about their ex. Oh, my ex-wife did this to me and this, 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 and this. And then you say, oh, well, my ex-husband did this, 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 this. Trauma bonding. You're not healed. You don't need to take your exes into your new relationship. Be happy for your ex. I'm happy for mine. He's, he's living his life. He's happy. They were not meant for me. The one that's meant for me comes for me. It'll be in the same energy that I'm in, if not higher, and they will be someone who is healed from inside and out. You cannot build something with someone who is wounded. They'll only wound you and bring you down. Three, three, three. Twelve twenty-two on the clock. So it just teaches you something. See, it teaches you that from the higher perspective, you can let it all go. You can let it all go. It doesn't affect you anymore. Because you allow the sun in your heart. Gratitude for the sunshine in my heart. Gratitude for the sunshine in my heart. Gratitude for the sunshine. Gratitude 
Gratitude for the sunshine in my heart. I keep that 444. That's divine protection. I keep that song that I made in my head because it was calling to me to be thankful for the Lord and thankful for the divine and thankful for the blessings from the Most High that I can heal and so can the divine. Think of what happened to Christ. He was beaten. He was scourged. He was nailed to a cross by the people he was to serve. He was spit on. He was tortured. And he was an innocent man. And he didn't hate. That is why he's the most high. And wisdom teaches us that through the painful lessons that we go through is how we reach ascended master, how we reach that understanding. Through our choices, we're all connected. That's why we're taught to love our enemies. Because you don't want their karma attached to you. And because you want them to heal because it betters humanity. And it only makes you ascend more and just brings more blessings into your life and theirs. It feels good to help someone. But not enable them. Help but not enable. Give but not people please. Don't give to people because you hope they'll like them. They'll like you more. Oh, I'll just make, I used to do that. I used to make all these big little parties and stuff like that and I would go, like have these like little things like pool parties come over and everything. Well, I had the pool, it was fine, right? And I had these like little barbecues and I'd buy this and this and this for everybody, you know? And they all would come out there and say, oh, great party, Tracy. And then the minute one of them decided to get their own pool, they stopped coming to my house. There was no respect. There was no kindness. Why are you going over to her house? Why don't you ever want to come to my house anymore? Well, insecurity. Insecurity. And they taught me the lesson that I don't have to follow the crowd. My energy determines who I am. Not a person, not a place, not a thing. People say, this is my home. Your home is with you first. Most of us don't even come from this planet originally. So if you're longing for home and you don't recognize it inside of yourself, just like the Wizard of Oz, how are you gonna be happy? Something to think about. We're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back with the reading. Okay, I don't know what I'm gonna call this. What 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 did I call this today? <laughs> Now's a lucky time. <laughs> there is a gigantic rabbit, white rabbit, right in front of my window, and I mean it's huge, big ears and eyes. He's smiling and he's looking over at me. Everything's fertile. 
Everything's good. Now is a lucky time. <laughs> so you might be getting the baby, rabbit died or something, or better yet, filled with ideas. Turn your pain into power. We'll be right back. the late James Ingram with Michael McDonald and Yama Be There, which is about Heavenly Father, you know? And we, we, we all take, we take, we take, we take, you know? But reach out and call his name for change. And welcome back to Branches Tarot Shadow Healing. Um, yeah, I was hearing that yesterday. It was really cool. Because um, I mentioned yesterday, you know, because people are probably saying, Tracy, you're freaky now because you're talking about, you know, seeing spirits and seeing divine beings what are you talking about we don't see what you see well you won't you won't if you're at a lower vibration the divine wants you to raise your vibration so you can see these miracles and you can see these things because what i'm seeing is what william butler yates saw what william blake saw what lewis carroll saw what J.R. tolkien saw what george washington saw 222 benjamin franklin thomas jefferson you see spacemen. Uh-huh. You see aliens. You do see you you have those type of experiences when you go through these awakenings. Freemasons, this is what they have gone through. This is why it's shh because no one wants to believe that that's the society. No one wants to go shh. Right? Well now the divine is saying, ah, oh, screw the shh. Let's unite all of them. Which is basically partially of what it is. It's not the Illuminati. It's not the devil worshipping. No one devil worships the devil. But you need to understand who the devil is. The devil is you. You have that energy. Just like you have Heavenly Father energy. Okay? And when you have the, that, those two energies inside your body, it's part of the DNA. And it's part of Father's. Heavenly Father. It's part of His. Confirmation from Skittles. 333. We have to know who, which, which one we're feeding. When you have faith in Him. You have faith in yourself. 
You're in that emperor empress energy. You don't have fear. Therefore, you're rejecting the shadow dark parts. Confirmation from Skittles. He's really happy. Yahoo! <laughs> I went for my walk this morning and I saw the wrapper for candy for Skittles' name. I about cracked up laughing. It was like he was like sending me this SOS. Yo! Don't forget my new bed. Yo, I want to come out and say hugs and kisses. And he did this morning. He wanted that. And he wants to talk. I see the divine in my bird. That's why he communicates at the same rhythm when I'm talking. Because the divine is in my bird. And he's beautiful. And he'll ring that bell for confirmation every time. Yeah. I see the divine in my dog. Four, four, four. It's protection. They're angels. They're protecting me. You know? But it's also to understand and have the wisdom. I see them in my plants. I see them in the flowers. I see them in the trees. I see them in the grass. I see him in the sky. I see him in the clouds. I see him in the dragonfly. And because I see the divine in all living things, I see the divine. That's how it works. That's what Christ was talking about. Believe in what you can't see and you'll see it. So when you are Heavenly Father, you know, we, we always take from each other. You know, we don't give. We don't know how to receive. That's why Earth, Wind, and Fire music is so important because Maurice White, the late Maurice White, he got it. He understood it. You know? He understood it. The Serpentine Fire, Kundalini. The Kundalini is where we have our sexual energy that comes out. Five, five, five. Expect the unexpected. But that Kundalini also purges all the dark energies from our womb from our root chakra from our sacral when your root chakra is healed you no longer are having the child trauma especially if it's been sexual abuse you see yourself in the light you don't like i'll give you a good example when i was dating after my divorce this is after my divorce i was dating men on different you know like match plenty of fish Zoom, all those places. And I made the horrible mistake of sex texting them. And one made a sex tape out of me. That's operating in the reverse. That's being manipulated by those energies. They're using women for their own personal lusts. That's devil energy. I didn't recognize that before. I thought this is what you were supposed to do when you're dating because you have to be more confident. I thought I was showing confidence. We have mistaken this. When you're showing off your clothes, it's not the confidence. It's the opposite. You can be sensual and sexy, but you don't have to bear the whole thing to get a man. Sapiosexual energy comes from the brain. If they don't fall in love with your brain and who you are as a person first, they are not going to love every other part of you because if they lusted the body first and foremost, they get bored with that. They move on to another body. That's what a player does. So when they meet the one that actually has the body and has the wisdom and the brain at the same time, then all of a sudden they're saying, 
Oh, that was just a waste of time. She just triggered me. That was it. She's just a waste of time. She's trying to forget you were just a waste of time. You know? Because you, they run from you. They're the runner. But that does not mean the divine wants you to sit there and wait for them to get their act together. Wait for them to go through every Tom, Dick, and Harriet and say, all of a sudden, I'm being patient, I'm being kind, I'm sending love, light, healing to my twin, my poor, precious twin, who's actually fornicating with the whole world and so forth, and hoping he gets it, that he realizes that I'm his true love one day, and we have a mission to do. No! The divine doesn't want you thinking like that. They want you to stand up for yourself. This is the opportunity for women or men in your feminine energy to say enough is enough. There needs to be a balance in you. Your twin is triggering the stuff that's inside you, but they're teaching you to have self-esteem. They're teaching you to love your body and your mind and your soul all at the same time. Body, mind, soul, three, three, three. They are trying to teach you that you are worth it and we're always worth it. They're trying to teach you that you don't need to operate in the reverse like that. And then when you're healed and you're moving forward and you're releasing because you realize that energy is not for your highest good, you're teaching your twin two things. They can either stay in that energy because they have free will and they realize you were the biggest lesson they ever had or they can do the work that you did and change their life around. That's all they have to do. And then you let them prove it to you if that's where you go back to. But if there's been abuse in that relationship, you purge it. You purge it. If that person abused you physically, emotionally, verbally, purge it. You learned your lesson. You don't need to go back towards it. But you forgive them for what they didn't know. You forgive yourself for what you did not know. And then you become two different people entirely. 10-10. That's how it works. Trauma bonding is the trick. That's the test. And I didn't pass it the first time when I went through it because I thought I was healed. I thought when you had someone in common with someone, even if it's the dark parts, that that was the person you're supposed to be with. Not necessarily. Or it could be. And then all of a sudden you just realize you both were just wounded and the timing wasn't right. That can be also for you and whether it resonates for your story. But the most important thing is that trauma bonding is not a relationship. It's a codependency. Oh, I'll give you these gifts, but then if you don't give me enough attention, I'm going to go get attention from someone else. Oh, I'm going to deprive affection from you now because you're hooked on me. Don't ever be hooked on anybody. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. Cause I'll just use you and then I'll set you free. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. Dun, 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 dun. Mac Davis. So that's not a very endearing song. It's basically saying is that, you know, he's a player. And if you fall for him, he'll just use you. And then he's going to 
move on to the next. But then when you have substance and you have self-respect for yourself and you don't need to be rescued and you can take care of yourself because you have learned from the divine, then all of a sudden it's, now that I put it all together, give me the chance to make you see. Have you used up all the love in your heart? Nothing left for me. Let them go through their awakening. Let their heart chakra open. Allow it to open. You don't need to feed their energy when it's at this low vibration. They have the choice to stay in it or to ascend. But you don't also have to gloat because it's not about gloating. It's not about making fun of someone. It's not about calling them a loser. It's not about beating them up if they've already been beaten up by themselves. They've already recognized that. That's what makes you different. That's how they know you weren't the karmic. Because eventually, in, in the past, we're all karmics, teaching lessons and so forth, especially when you're at a low vibration. But when you go through that pain and suffering, and you've gone through all of those things, and you still manage to stay in the upright, you are an empress. And God has blessed you. 1333, same thing as an emperor. You have that backing from the universe for what they want this mission to be. In my case, I have been helping shadow work with my past life husband. And I'm not gonna reveal who it is. <laughs> I will let the divine do that. But let's just put it this way. He didn't want to lose me. But because of the crowd, because of insecurities, because of Jezebel energy, he sacrificed me for others. And he's actually spent centuries trying to get back to me. It's actually quite beautiful. So shadow healing has to come from both sides. And not all twins stay together. And not all twins are meant to be together. That's why when you put yourself forward with your life and what you're doing, because when I was first dating my twin, I didn't have my associate's degree. I was still in the process of trying to get it. I had one book, not two. Now I have three done. Uh, I didn't, uh, with MS, I lived in Las Vegas. I didn't make any moves to change my life. I was like, this was it. This is, I'm going to be here. But then, then the evolution happened. My son tells me he's moving away. 
My mother was finding out she was diagnosed with beginning stages of Alzheimer's. My father was diagnosed with terminal cancer and had only 10 months to live. My grandmother had just passed away. I just ended a relationship and my newborn granddaughter was moving away. I wouldn't be able to get to know her. And my daughter had ended one relationship and she wasn't coming back. She's staying in California. What do you do? You do what God tells you to do. You take the fool's journey. So I took that leap of faith. And here's the reasons why he told me to move to Texas. Besides to grow a church and a community like this. Because in my past life I died here. That was one. And to heal those wounds. Number two. To heal my past wounds and my family ancestry. Because of the karmic lessons to have a better understanding and be more humble and appreciative to the blessings I've received. Number three, to learn about spirituality with the divine and to finish my degree. You cannot be a prophet as I am, a clairvoyant a clear audience, clear sentiment. You cannot give the answers that the divine wants when you live in your hometown. He moves you around. And he does this so that you learn to be trusting him. So all the furniture I had before Three, four years ago, I don't have it anymore. It's gone. The money, the clothes, meaning the handbags I had, you know, those gone. They were all in Winter Storm Uri. And that was hard because I was preparing for hurricane and I got a winter storm and pipe leaks and I didn't expect that. But what it taught me was that I was seeing children being uprooted here in the state of Texas by natural disasters being forced to live in motels, homeless. I was homeless for four months. I didn't have a place to live. And I had no one here to where I could go. I relied on the divine and I relied on where I was guided by the divine to go. And I was guided to start this podcast. And to see things from a higher perspective. I didn't understand why that was so important until the divine revealed to me who I was in the past life and who my counterpart is and why and why everything has to be done in the divine order. But I understand it now. And because I understand that double mission, I understand why it is so important to be balanced with your emotions, to be balanced and seeing that higher perspective and not to punish those who are in their shadow. Let them go through their awakening. But pray for them. Because the more people we pray for, those people end up praying for us. It's cyclical because 
you're putting out positive energy and that positive energy has no place to go but back to you. That's just how it is. So if you wish people in the worst light and you hate, and that word I don't even like, because I don't think people realize what they are saying half the time anymore. When you hate someone that you don't even know, that other person who doesn't know you is gonna hate you. And then you say, why did this happen? Your mouth. And when things are too cruel for words, there's a divine lesson behind it. Always. And half the time it's karma. From past life, from the sins of the father, the sins of the mother, sins of the grandmother, grandfather, great-grandfather, great-great-grandfather, goes back, 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 back. Until you realize you want to heal inside and out generational curses. And psychiatry does not always know how to do that. They go by a different format altogether. They don't incorporate spirituality like Carl Jung originally wanted to do. And we should do that because there's no better place to heal than through shamanism, which is what I've been taught for the past four years now, through the divine. Through the divine. So I see spirits in the trees. And I was just talking about was this cute little troll boy, okay, this troll spirit, he's a little boy. And he is in the in the in the trees. Okay? I don't see the trees now. They they look like little dogs and big dogs and dinosaurs. Okay? And wizards. In the trees. Keep this in mind where Texas is, okay? Three hundred million years ago, the land was all connected. And parts of the land masses were down in tropical weathers and some were put in the warmer weathers or the cooler weathers. So keep that in mind that these trees, a lot of them that have been here forever, they have stories to tell. And their spirits live in the tree. They're ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And most are dogs because people bury their dogs out in the land. But it's from a bigger perspective because I have roots back to Canaan. So to see the dog spirits was to try to remind me about the Canites and the Canite religion and to teach me that when you operate and you're conditioned to believe a belief that is based off of a faulty foundation where it's based off of fear, antagonism, tyranny, anger, jealousy, arrogance, you can't lead on the throne. You cannot. So when now because of the 144,000 and because of revelation, all the spirits from the past are all being released. The gods, the deities, the pharaohs, the Greek gods, and a lot of them never left. But spirit wants to bring people up to that wisdom so that we understand it as a whole. So I have been doing shadow work with a lot of the trees and the fairies living in the trees because I see them. And a lot of them have been operating in their shadow 
because of wounding. 333. They've been forgotten in history. William Butler Yeats talked about it, yet people laughed at that. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was determined to prove that fairies existed because he's seen them. So then they were put to mythological beings and that they were just pretty things, you know, and then, oh, they're only in fairy tale books and we got fairy tales. The reason why we got fairy tales is because of people's encounters with the fairies. All thought comes from divine illumination. All thought. Divine intervention did not just come from me. It came from the higher up. All the wisdom with it. Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland, divine illumination. We have a universe, a multiverse when we go to sleep and we travel into those when we go. Our spirit travels by the speed of light. Boom, 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 boom. And sometimes we remember where we've gone and sometimes we don't. So when you see Marvel Comics talking about the multiverse, that's all true. Okay? So I have spirits here from a different world, different universe that are here from Middle Earth that people have forgotten in the tarot. He looks like Capricorn. That's what he looks like, the troll boy. He looks like Capricorn. Looks like Pan, the goat, right? And, but I made this promise to him when I do the Oracle deck. I will not refer to Capricorn as the devil. They're not the same. And no one deserves to have that stigma. Because December 25th is Capricorn season, but who is it that birthday that we, we celebrate? Christ. Was he born in December 25th? Chances are no. But it's to remind you between the two who it is. The devil is an energy. It is a formation of what happens when we operate from our dark entities. And we can feed that beast inside of ourselves and in the Lord, or we can feed it in a better use by starving it so that we only teach wisdom of why it occurred. Call that the curse. So you can't have Adam and Eve if you were creating them based off of child trauma. You can't have Australopithecus if you have based them off of child wounding and they weren't healed right. You can build a covenant with a bunch of people when they're all in the upright and they're healthy and they're healed from the outside and in. Because now you recognize that your child that you give birth to is not you're not going to tell them, I'm never going to let anyone hurt you because it's a lie. You're going to teach that child how to heal and have self-esteem at a young age and know that when it sees a butterfly, it means they're transforming. And when they see a grasshopper, it's telling them that they can lead and they can take a leap of faith and trust. It teaches you to trust. Trust what you cannot see. So when the kids see those things, they don't say, oh, it's a grasshopper. No, 
It's more than just a grasshopper. It's a symbol from the universe to tell you to trust. Whatever is going on in your life that day, that's how universe communicates. So we can attach that. That's not worshiping the grasshopper because you already see the divine, the Lord, the most high in the grasshopper. You see the divine, the most high in the tree spirits because he lives within them. But you also make the distinction to know that they have human choice just like everyone else does. And everyone is expendable. That's where people at a low vibration got things mixed up. They started to worship those as over the divine. Oh, I worship the grasshopper. The great grasshopper knows what he's doing. The great grasshopper. That is the 3D flesh version. When people were worshiping Donald Trump, who is now in the media right now for committing something wrong. I kept seeing Merrick Garland's name a few weeks ago, but I knew he was up to something. But that's another story. The point is, when you say, Trump, 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 you're worshiping that man over God. When you take politics too seriously and you start to praise the politicians over the most high, you're in the reverse. Because a politician is going to do what they want to get elected. Not all, but most. And it's because of the conditioning that they have been in the system. The system has to change. It starts with you, the voter. So it's important for you to not idolize things as the objects like oh the plant i see the lord in the plant therefore oh philodendron you are the most high do you get it now that's what that's what the divine's trying to teach so for the canite gods el and sun ball you cannot have murder you cannot have human sacrifice you cannot have jealousy. You cannot have mistresses. You cannot be operating at a low vibration and then lead the kingdom from the throne. Zeus did that and what happened? He fornicated with this one, that one, this one, that one. That made Hera so mad and hurt, which is understandable. So this is what I was saying to my spirit guides. I was saying to them when I was on my walk, I says, you can't be on the throne and you're cheating with every single person and expect divine feminine energy to heal you. How is that going to heal you when you are poisoning the very energy that lives within you? And then say you're on the throne and you're thinking of everyone. You can't do that. You have to trust that when you are nurturing yourself and you're in that fetal position and you are in pain, you honor those feelings so you can feel them. That's how you get in touch with your feminine energy. And then you appreciate the feminine in front of you. She's not a play toy. It's not just her body. It's her brain. It's her soul. 111, new beginnings. It's all the whole package. She's your consort. She tells you. She lifts you up when you're having a not so great day because she sees and believes in you. 
and she prevents you from going into that dark place. It's not her responsibility to save you and vice versa. It's her responsibility to govern with you and sit on that right side and lead with fortitude, lead with honor, lead with respect. For if they see the Most High loving his wife, then the example's set. It only helps humanity love their wives or their husbands. We set the example for our children. We set that. And not every family can do it because we end up marrying people when we are in our karmic energy and therefore it is just a lesson. And if you're both in that karmic energy, you can't, two, 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 how are you gonna heal? So then the divine separates you in this collective. So you heal on your own away from each other so you're not codependent. So you're not trauma bonding. You're not trauma bonding. You reject and you release any dark energies put in towards you because karmic energies want to attach to you because they see the change in what's happening forward. That is why it is important to do your return to senders. It is important for you to say that you're in the upright and say, no, I reject and I release. I come from a home of divine love and peace. You acknowledge that. That's why it's important to leave fear behind. So when people have gone into the portal like they did last night and decided to leave it all behind and end the karmic cycle and learn to release what no longer serves them, now what? They've got the trauma bonding test to recognize the signs because when you're most vulnerable, you don't want to be alone. 3333. You're afraid to. Because you think you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. You think that you aren't worthy of being with somebody. And that's not the case. This cycle is all about self-love. This cycle is all about empowering you. So you rise. And then you're teaching those that were left behind to rise in the next portal. They see, wow, look how things are changing for that person. All because they're standing in their truth. Boom, 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 boom. Everything gets easier. If a situation is hard, 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 and gets harder and harder and harder, it's not meant for you. Close the door. When it's right for you, it's easy. People will say relationships are hard. Not when they're in the upright. 444. Not when they're in the upright. The first lesson in every relationship is compromise. And we are conditioning people not to do that anymore. No, I'm not going to give you this because then I'll lose this, 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 and this. I'm not going to do that. Dick and dick, dick. Pride, 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 pride before the fall. Pride before the fall. Pride before the fall. Compassion, kindness, and healing. We must have those energies. So, let's do the reading real quick. Someone's name is Danny. 
I'm getting that. Um, I think I'm going to have a son. Someone's going to have a baby. All right. And even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with you, honey. Everything bring to change love. And in the morning when I rise, bring a tear of joy to my eyes and tell me everything's gonna be alright. Yeah. That's positive energy. Even though we ain't got money, your love. People used to say that. Oh, what's that with love? You can't have no money. Yeah, yeah I want to buy for the money. No, because when you're in that empress and that emperor energy, you can create the money. Because you have that divine energy with you. When you're with the right person, you can build many things. Always for the greater good. That's the key. When you marry for money, you're not, I'm marrying for money because I want security. But then you don't have love. That person does not respect you. And that person that married you does not have respect for themselves. It's still a faulty foundation. Because you can't take the money with you when you go. Only the memories. Would you rather have beautiful memories with someone that deeply loved you and you were in love with and you built it all together? That's what the American dream has always been. That's how fairy tales are. Yet we make the mistake of saying, oh, and they lived happily ever after in the castle. Because we all want to be in a castle, right? Well, your castle is your home. It lives in the inside of you first. Manifest what you truly want. You'll have it. But what's most important is you can't be a princess in reverse. You can't be a queen in reverse. You can't be an empress in reverse. You can't be a lord in reverse. You have to be in the upright. You have to be a Richard with the lion heart. Someone's name is Dominic. Memorial Saint Dominic Priest. Reading of Ezekiel, is that it? No, that was August 8th. Let's do 9th. Here we go. Ezekiel 2, 8, 3, 4. The Lord God said to me, As for you, son of man, obey me when I speak to you. Be not rebellious like this house of rebellion, but open your mouth and eat what I shall give you. It was then I saw a hand stretched out to me, in which was a written scroll, which he unrolled before me. It was covered with writing front and back and written on it was lamentation and wailing and woe. He said to me, son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll, then go speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he gave me the scroll to eat. Son of man, he then said to me, Feed your belly and fill your stomach with this scroll I am giving you. I ate it, and it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. He said, Son of man, 
Go now to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. The word of the Lord. It's kind of like what I've just been doing. Psalm 119, 14, 24, 72, 103, 111, New Beginnings, and 131. How sweet to taste is your Twenty-nine. Hallelujah. 
upon you and learn from me. For I am meek and humble approached Jesus and said, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a child over, placed it in their midst and said, Amen, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever becomes humble like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one child, such as this in my name, receives me. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that their angels in heaven always look upon the face of my heavenly Father. What is your opinion? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, he will not leave the ninety-nine in the hills and go search for the stray. And if he finds it, amen, I say to you, he rejoices more over it than over the ninety-nine that did not stray. In just the same way, it is not the will of your heavenly Father that one of these little ones be lost. The word of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, here's what makes this humble. Your ascension victory is the ascension victory for those that were left behind the one that left to go astray because they now have reason to come back. And when they come back, they are back as the child that is humble, that is compassionate, that is kind and sees the sheep that stayed as humble, compassionate and kind. For you do not take the old sheep that was led astray into the kingdom of heaven. You do not take the old sheep that was led astray into its new life. 
Because then it cannot receive the kingdom, it cannot receive the Lord, and it cannot receive the Father. New beginnings. One, one, one. You are now the child. You are the humble child. In that vulnerable energy in your shadow. And you are being guided as a child to return from your journey. And to see that humble and to be kind is better than to be arrogant, tyrannical, cruel, sociopathic, narcissistic, unfeeling. When you feel pain, it's not to punish you. It is to heal and humble you. And it hurts. So just because I'm in the upright, okay, and I'm doing things right because I'm following the Lord's example and I'm teaching, the one that's been gone the longest that returns is going to be welcomed with open arms because it's a victory for the Father, because it's another part of Him that has returned. We do not want lost souls. We don't want to count them up and toss them away and put them in a furnace. We want lost souls to find their way back home because everyone has the gift to ascend. Everyone has the free will to choose. And stubbornness and anger and resentment and frustration, all part of the ascension, all part of the dark night of the soul. When the Father sees the judgment of others, he will weigh what his judgment is. But by healing those with love, kindness, and compassion, you have no reason to have malice in your heart. And you keep attracting that positive energy. So, if the person says to you,
Aria Speedwagon, Keep On Loving You. And amazing how that song came up on just at the right time, okay? Because what it's teaching you, Wheel of Fortune. Every time Speedwagon, the wagon is, is the Wheel of Fortune. So it's Wheel of Fortune, things are moving. But it's also to teach, you know, you should have known by the tone of my voice, but you didn't listen. You played dead, but you never bled. You can't read someone's energy if it's in the reverse. If you're in a higher vibration and this one's in a lower vibration, okay? You can have a better perspective of why they're in that lower vibration. But if you're both wounded and you're in the same vibration, you cannot heal each other. Because you don't wreck three, three, three. You don't recognize the signs. You never listen to me when I'm there. I am listening to you. You don't listen to me. Mars and Venus. Aries, Aphrodite. Mars and Venus. Masculine, feminine energies. You should have known by the tone of my voice. And then I, and what is it? And I heard about all those men. Still, I don't remember because it was us, baby, way before then, and we're still together. So the point is, is that let's say you go your separate ways and you're with this person first, okay? And you, you break up and then you have time apart and you're dating, you're dating other people and dating other people and dating other people and dating other people and so forth. And I know about all those other men, but I don't remember because it was us way before then and we're still together. You don't hold the past of the person hands, ransom or hostage in your relationship. When you build a covenant with that person, you're not dating their exes. You're not dating their past girlfriends or one night stands. It's just the two of you. If you choose to take that energy into your relationship, that's what causes the chaos. That's what causes the insecurity. That's what causes the resentment. Now, if someone was a player in the past and they don't want to be a player no more and they're trying to heal, you don't punish them for trying to heal. But if you can't help them, which you can't because you can't fix nobody, they need to fix themselves first. And you go your separate ways. It is in the best interest for you and for the other person. And by God willing, if you return together, you're different people. Because it was us, baby, way before then. And we're still together. And I meant every word I said when I said that I loved you. I meant that I'd love you forever and I'm gonna keep on loving you cause it's the only thing I wanna do someone's really in their king of cups energy I don't wanna sleep I just wanna keep on loving you. Some of you might have a very divine healing sexual energy. And if it's very powerful, you use it responsibly. You don't use it to taunt. 
your lover. You don't use it to taunt your husband. You don't use it to taunt your boyfriend. You don't tease them. But you're not their mother either. You're their partner. Always be in that energy. And when you're vulnerable enough to be able to show all parts of yourself, who you were in the past is not who you are now. Because the person in the past could not be able to reveal the vulnerable parts of yourself. So why would you go ahead and give credit to the past? You thank them for the lesson because it made you the person you are today. And that's it and leave it in the past. They taught you to love yourself. They taught you to grow. They taught you how to survive. They taught you how to say thank you. I wanna thank you for giving me the best days of my life. You're living your best life because you're at peace with yourself. You can have a good night's sleep. You rest and you dream beautiful dreams. And when you wake up, you're manifesting your best life and it's all coming to you. You only attract that romantic love into your life. And if the person in the past is not who you were supposed to be with and it was a lesson, you don't punish them. You wish them all the happiness in the world. You move on. You have to let go of the anger and the bitterness and the resentment. And yes, it's hard for a lot of people because they're stubborn. They don't think, they think if they give in to their pride, they lose. You haven't lost anything except time for the person that you really wanted to be with. That's all. You've just lost time with the person you wanted to be with. But you have 24 hours in a day to change your perspective and learn from the lesson and grow and be thankful that you were taught this lesson so that you don't have to attract that type of energy that wounded you. You don't have to attract a person who is so insecure that they're playing around on you. You don't have to attract that type of energy that's out to get you because you've learned the lesson. And you love yourself first and that love you attract back. And if you're meant to be with that person, then you will be. That's all for the show tonight. We thank you very much. Trauma bonding, recognizing codependency. This was part two. God bless from all of us at Branches Tarot and Shadow Healing. Love and light and take care.